We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014, period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. All right, we are fucking back. Um, we were just talking about the difference between where I live and where Typo lives currently. So yeah. we decided to start recording because I want to hear this. How much is gas where you live right now? Okay, so I live pretty close to the border of Missouri. So if you go to Missouri, it's like right over $3. So like 305 to like 315 And here in Illinois... It's like twenty five percent or twenty five cents higher than that, so it's like three forty right now. Dude, I'm paying anywhere between four dollars and five dollars a gallon right now. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's pretty crazy. I filled up a twenty. I filled up a twenty three gallon tank for my work truck this week, and it was a hundred and twenty eight dollars or something like that. Jeez, dude, it's like. I think I have a 15 or 17 gallon tank in my car and it's costing me about 45 to 50 bucks to fill it up. Yeah. Damn lucky. Yeah. My car is 13, I think. And it costs me usually costs me like 60 bucks right now to fill it up 60 to 70 bucks. Yeah. And I've been, well, I'm like, I'm using all the circle K rewards I get. And yeah. I, I have an app called upside. And it gives me like cash back off of fucking uh, gas purchases. So I got like $190 in there because I've been using it for my work truck and for my fucking uh, car. But I'm like, I'm, I got to get the money back somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There's like everyone signs up. There was actually um, I went to there's a Circle K here around here and I went to it and well, the clerk was telling me that. So there was like some scam on Facebook or something that a bunch of people shared around here. And Mm -hmm. it was saying that you get like 25 cents off a gallon. And if you go to Circle K like today or yesterday it was, and it wasn't real. So this clerk was like telling me there was like 50 people that showed up like, oh, how do I get the 25 cents off? And she had to like tell all these like people like, uh, I'm sorry, but that's not a it's thing. Not real. See, Circle K did did that. They actually did that here, where it was like they had a day at, because they moved off of like the fries. Because you know how it used to be with fries. Like if you had a fries card, you'd get mm-hmm. the discounts at Circle K. Yeah, so yeah. what they did is Circle K came out with their own mobile rewards thing, gotcha. and uh, but to get everybody to sign up using the fries because their fries nuts don't work anymore they had like a day where if you came in and signed up 
you got the automatic 25 cents off. And if you sign up, you got like another 75 cents off. So it was like a drop all wow. gas for the day after like, but it had to be like after three and before six or something like that. And it was like basically a dollar off all gas if you came in and signed up. And so every Circle K was fucking packed here. It was wow, packed to the house. Dude, yeah. Uh, Everybody was like, it was like a Friday too. So it was, it sucked. I was just driving home and I was like, I think I was like, I, I was in my work truck. So I was like uh, mm-hmm. 45 minutes before the time, but people were like starting, like waiting for it. And I was like, bro, I just need to get, get gas in my work truck. I don't give a fuck about the rewards because I don't yeah. want them to get any fucking rewards for this. Like, I want them to pay full price. Fuck these people. Like, I want. I want it to cost as much as possible because I get more back on my upside, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so, and uh, it was just a pain in the ass because I was a little bit early and I was just like, fuck. I was like, maybe I should bring my car back here. I, I'm low. My tank's a little low, but I was like, yeah. fuck that. I'll just pay it. Yeah, it's. But every yeah, time I go to Circle K now, it's almost always 25 cents off just because I have a mobile number, mobile cards number. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, there's a couple gas stations that do. I don't know if it's 25 cents. It might be like 10 cents off or something like that. But yeah, still pretty That's good. Deal. Used, that used to be what it was with like fries. Unless I had like two big grocery trips during the month, I'd get like, I'd get the 25 cents off, which was the most that they'd offer for fries rewards. But mm-hmm. if I, uh, usually it was only like 10 cents off, which 10 cents is 10 cents. But now every time I've gone to fill out my car, it's been twenty five cents, and I'm like, "That's dope for me!" Like, yeah. finally knocks it down from four fifty to four twenty five. <laughs> yeah, I actually remember reading. I mean, this is a while ago. I don't know how true it is now, or even if it was exactly true. But most gas stations, like, they don't even make a profit off the gas. Like, they just charge you the price for gas that they pay, or however it works. The way they make profit is to get you to uh-huh. go in the store and buy like the candy, the soda. That's crazy. Whatever, the cigarettes, all that stuff. Like that's how they make their profit. Yeah. Which that's weird. Is, I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, you would. Th- you would think because I know plenty of people that go to the gas station just to get gas and then they leave. Like they don't even go in. Yeah, and that's what I normally do. Yeah, ninety percent of the time, same. But it's pretty crazy though, because like just. I don't know what was like two years ago maybe like gas was under three bucks here it was like two, in like two dollar range like 225 230 something like that even yeah and now that's just like completely unheard of like if you find it under three dollars yeah. you're fucking lucky <laughs> yeah well yeah man when trump was still in office fucking hell man I know. <laughs> gas I know. here I... was under three dollars boy i always say this that like trump actually leaving off it no i mean i guess if it wouldn't have mattered that much if he was on his second term because he couldn't run for re-election but like all the things that happened now just from the perspective like you're not really like on the surface level without getting in the details you know trump passed the biggest like spending bill so we know like okay that's going to cause massive inflation so it didn't matter if he would have won yeah or biden would have won the inflation was coming everyone should know that. yeah 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 but just on the surface like not even like it looks bad it looks bad for biden yeah it looks so bad for biden and then like you know then (laughs) war breaks out in ukraine like a year 
uh, his after his first year <laughs> presidency. Now we're on the, like this third year, year or three, close, and it's like war break out in the Middle East, and you're like, oh, and the, yeah. the like it's kind of a long time ago, but the Afghanistan withdrawal, which Trump was yeah, the one that, that set it in motion. Yeah. But then, you know, uh, you know, Biden yeah. pushed it a little farther. But, you know, it still happened because Trump made the deal. It still did it. Yeah. But it looks so bad. Like, all of this stuff just looks so bad, you know? Like, just so fucking bad. And, like, so, like, I think in, like, retrospect, there, like, all the people that would have voted for, like, maybe voted for Trump the first time and then voted for Biden, it just, it's like, maybe I think those people are kind of, like, looking at things and being, like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Like, yeah, dude, it looks so bad. Like, just surface level shit. It looks so bad. Well, and you know, like, it doesn't help that they passed like a lot of spending bills right at the beginning, too. So, like, it does look like the inflation was taken over by Biden or done by Biden because Mm -hmm. they, I mean, if what Trump did was the inflation that we're getting now, like, the hyperinflation from what (laughs) Biden did is going to be fucking worse. So whoever inherits the position in the next year, or I guess a little over a year, whoever inherits that position, if it's Biden again, or if it's Trump or whoever the fuck it is, it's going to be like, dude, I just don't see how it stays. I don't like at this point in time, like I was talking about this, I'm trying to eat out less, but everyone's like, if I don't make my lunches for the week, because I've been trying to like meal prep my lunches. If I don't make my lunches for the week, I got to eat while I'm while I'm working. Like at some point I have to eat. I usually eat fast until like two, but I'm going I'm headed home at two and I need to eat like I'm hungry going home. Yeah. Yeah. And so I stop at Jack in a box or something like that and get it. And I was like, I get the same thing at basically any fast food restaurant. I have my go to order. You know, I'm a creature of habit. You and you yeah, and I, I both are. We don't get different things. We get <laughs> yeah. the things that we like, you know. It's like, I know I like this. I want it every time I go to this place. That's what I'm feeling. So I get it. So I go and uh, I got, I go to Jack and I went to Jack in the box earlier this year. I know I did because I had a receipt. I found a receipt and it was, you know, their number. I think it's like their number 11 or something like that. It's a bacon uh, or it's a chicken club. Homestyle club, homestyle ranch club, or something like that. It's a fried chicken sandwich. I love the fried chicken. So I fucking order it. And when I ordered it then, it was like 12 bucks. And I was like, God damn, for like a large. And I was like, God damn, fucking 12 bucks for this shit. It used to be like right at 10 bucks. Like before it was like 10 bucks. And I went back, and this was back in, I think, like February. And I went this week. And then I don't get Jack in a box that often. That's why I know the prices. It's because I don't yeah. get Jack in a box that often. And so I went to Jack in a box again this week and I got the same exact thing, the same way that I always get it. Didn't, I don't add anything. I don't subtract anything. You know, it's the same way fucking 1567 yeah. or something like that. And I was like, dude, that's been, that's within six mo- or eight months of each other, eight months. And it's gone up $3. Yeah, I was like, dude, I just don't. And everything's like that grocery stores. Every time I walk into the grocery store, I'm like looking at prices and shit. And I'm like, well, that's more expensive than it used to be literally three months ago. That's more expensive than it used to be five months ago. Meat prices are skyrocketing right now. Like I went and bought some meat and I get my meat from like a pretty good, like a, um, like an actual meat like place. Like it's a, uh, it's a butcher. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the meat there is always more expensive, but it's way better meat. But when I go to fries, I'll get like hamburger or something like that because it's cheaper. And yeah, uh, yeah. and I don't give a shit about hamburger that much. You know, I can get a 90-10 or an 80-20 and be just fine. So I'll mm-hmm. go there and get those. And it'll be like, like even those are fucking like a 150% increase from three months ago. Yeah, and I'm dude. like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, it's always the, it's just like the little things that add up, you know, like it's never, it's never yeah. the, I don't know, I, I feel like it's never like your, your set payment. Dude, insurance goes up every fucking year, dude. Yeah. That's what's fucking killer too. Every fucking, year. You get kind of used to like, you know, you can kind of budget around what, um, and then all of a sudden like, you know, your grocery bill your gas and then like insurance like all that takes like a 10 percent to 20 percent increase and you're like all of a sudden you're like whoa dude i need to i need much more than like a three percent raise you know like it's like jesus yeah it's so annoying yeah yeah but the yeah i just feel like the the total perspective of like biden's you know I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah, have we're going to look back at Biden's. We're going to look back at Biden's like presidency and be like, wow, that was one of the worst four years for like Americans. Yeah. Besides the last three years of or last two years of Trump's presidency because of the whole COVID and I shit. Think, I think. Yeah. Well, I think Biden even kind of like gives in a way gives Trump like kind of a pass from like the COVID stuff. Because he came in and mandated the vaccine. It was him that actually yeah. did it. So even though like Trump yeah. like put all this money for it and like the Operation Warp Speed and all that crap, like it doesn't matter because it's almost like, well, Biden came in and was like 10 times worse. Like he was mandating it yeah. the military, basically forcing corporations to mandate it, all this crap. And uh-huh. it almost like it, even though, you know, even if you dig a little deeper and you're like, okay, well, this all started under Trump. Just on the surface level, it looks like wow, Biden's the one that actually tried to force me to get it, you know. And so I think, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of that, like I don't know, I, I don't know, man. I just don't see how all all this stuff kind of like compiles up. And I don't know how they're gonna spin. Like I, I even posted this on Twitter, but like I think like the Ukraine war is like kind of like dying down and it's yeah i like saw least, that I, I retweeted it earlier it's it's in like the back burner of people's minds right now because of what's going on in the middle east and well, i don't because know because the jews like... are so much more important I <laughs> yeah and i feel like i feel like they're gonna you know pretend it's still going on but you know i'm not i'm sure there's still fighting going on i'm not saying it's but you know it's just not to the level as it was and i don't really see you know ukraine coming back anyway so they're just going to keep funding it i don't i don't think they're winning they're just not winning and the united states as much as yell yell nats or whatever her name is Mm -hmm. or yellen yell nats (laughs) fucking goddamn holes reference right there uh (laughs) yellen as much as she wants to go out and say uh we can fund two wars at the same time. We can't, we can't, they yeah. know we can't. That's what the, that's what the thing is, is like, we've talked about this before. Are these people stupid or are they evil? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's not dumb. Like she's not an idiot. You know what I mean? She's not like incapable of processing numbers. You know what I mean? Like she's the 
treasurer, the 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 leader of the treasurer, whatever that fucking position is called. Yeah. Um, she's the treasurer for a reason, and I'm not saying that it's a good reason. I'm just saying she like she had to have she has to have some knowledge of base to be able to go there and bullshit the way that she bullshits. She knows they they all know. There's no way in hell we could possibly afford two wars we almost i mean we have dug ourselves into insane amounts of debt for the 20 plus year war we had in iraq and afghanistan there's no way we can fund a proxy war in ukraine against russia and a proxy war and well and i don't even know like yeah i think we're probably on the israeli side but Maybe we're not. Maybe there's there's fucking intelligence in the Hamas group that has a lot of backing to CIA assets and CIA people that it's like maybe yeah. it's just a maybe it's just a fucking farce to go to Iran. Maybe it's just a farce to have reasons to do things in the Middle East like we've always done. Like I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that it's fucking possible. And it's just crazy to me that like they, these people will get up and stand on TV and be like, we can fund two wars. And it's like, bro, we barely funded one. And it yeah. um, it crippled our economy. And we're just bullshitting that it didn't still. Like, mm -hmm. it's not going to. And I don't, dude, the whole Israeli-Palestine, like, argument. I'm glad you did your little drive-along thing that you did last week. Um, cause I was, for all of you that listen, like I haven't really talked about it that much, even on Twitter or anything else. And it's just because like in my head, like fuck Hamas, like that's how I feel generally, uh, fuck Hamas and uh, fuck Israel, like fuck the Zionists. Like I don't give a shit about either of them. And, but at the same time, I can sit there and understand the history and be like, well, the Israeli state, the Zionist state of Israel it doesn't make sense to me when I'm looking at the history of everything. It doesn't make any sense to me. It makes zero sense to me. I understand why they did it, but that still doesn't make sense to me. Like, and, and when they talk about, Oh, historically there's been Jews there and it's like, historically there's been fucking Palestinians there too. So how does one get power over the other? Why do that? Why does one get, and it's like, well, if Palestine decided to lay down arms, to, it's like the the Daily Wire or the Prager U argument yeah. where it's like, yeah, where it's like if Palestine laid down their weapons tomorrow, there'd be peace in the Middle East. If Israel tomorrow, there'd be no Jews left in Israel. And it's like, mm -hmm. fuck, dude, I just I've parroted that shit when I was younger. Yeah, I know I have too. because on the surface level, it makes sense. But at the same time, like especially doing what we've done and actually diving into some of the more historical aspects of where these wars start, how they started and who these people really are. And even talking to certain people that have been in either these wars or been a part of these wars or civilians in these wars, you realize that there's a lot of people that are just like you and me that are like, I just, I just want to be able to move freely about in the country. I want my kids to be able to go to the beach where uh, Israel gets to hold all the fucking beach land, you know, like mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that aren't like, I'm going to, you know, they're not yelling, not everybody's sitting there yelling death to the Israelis. Like they're like, can I just move about freely in my country without military occupation and, 
you know, people taking over my house at any time and I just have to let it go. Like, is that okay? Is that okay for me to have? And it makes sense that these people start taking up those chances of death to Israelis. It makes sense. If it was happening here in the United States in a similar way, all the people that are in the BLM thing, I mean, most of the BLM people are uh, on the Palestinian side, which is fucking super fun to watch on Twitter. Oh my God, the yeah. white liberal Jews are fucking losing their minds. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, like it's it, like they would. It would be the same. It would be the same arguments. It's like they're the rich elite. They're the poor, disenfranchised population, and you know, there's a problem. There's problems there. There's one that's being. It's like the I don't know if you saw it. I sent it on Twitter, but it was um, Dave Smith and Austin Peterson, and they were. They did their debate on Jose's show, No Way Jose, um, mm -hmm. on Twitter. And they did their on his show. And Austin Peterson brought up a Roth, I think it was Rothbard, a Rothbard fuck goal. And uh, I'll see if I can find it actually and just play the clip because Dave Smith was like, Did you really just bring this up? Because that's about how the Israelis are more at fault than the yeah. Palestinians and Austin Peterson used it to frame it. Like the Palestinians are more at fault, but in the article itself, it showed that it was the opposite. So it's just, none of it makes sense right now. And there's no way in hell that first we can fund two wars or that you can really have like a legitimate picture on what's going on in Israel, Palestine, where the propaganda is and where it isn't because everything's just fucking so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, you know how, like when we were in the Marine Corps and it's like, there would be like some things that were like obvious flaws. And, but since we're in like this yeah. bubble, we had to like kind of pretend just to go along with it. Like everyone, everyone just pretended like this is fine. Everything's normal um we're just gonna pretend like we're not doing something completely retarded and yeah i think like like how you're talking about like janet yellen where she's like oh we can fund two wars i mean i don't know if she actually believes that maybe she does but i do believe that these like power structures kind of like get in their own bubble a little bit or like this is how things have gone we have done this always like this America could just pay for everything and anything. We don't need to balance the budget. Mm. So that's the status quo and we don't need to change. And I think that's like in the same thing with like uh, is Israel. Like, you know, they're, you know, like whatever you think, if Israel's justified in doing what they're doing or if they're not, um, they're pretty dead set on uh, invading Gaza. Right. And mm -hmm. like, there's not, I mean, maybe, I don't really know, but I'm assuming that they're just so used to having like America back them and whatever they do that they think they can do whatever they want. They're in this mindset of like, we can do what we want and everyone has to either obey or get destroyed. And I think yeah. that's like the mindset in like a lot, like in American politics and maybe Israeli politics is that People think they can just keep doing these things. And I, I mean, for a long time, that's what it seems like they can do, you know, like they can't. And it feels like 
It feels like they can still at least get away with it and a little they have. Bit today. And they have. Yeah, they have. And I mean, I think, you know, change happens like really slow. And then all of a sudden yeah. it happens like rapidly. Like just something all at like something. Yeah. yeah, like so it's like, you know, slowly but surely, like there's more and more people that are like kind of like realizing like oh wow the system's screwed up we can't trust politicians like oh maybe right. we were lied to these wars i mean it's like a like it's very common now for people to be like talking about you know iraq CIA. and afghanistan negatively yeah or like this yeah the cia killing like jfk or like all these yeah. things that was like when we first started like we were kind of like getting exposed to this stuff and we're like whoa dude like look at all these like what we would call conspiracy theories and you know it did feel weird at first for us i think we were like you know we're realizing this stuff like we're not being we're being completely lied to all these people all the people around us that we were going to school with our friend group they kind of just bought into it and it was just weird and then now you know you talk to people or see like see like a lot more conversation online that it's like people like now are open to these conversations now maybe they don't believe yeah. them but they're at least open to the idea and i think like more and more of that is going to happen and i think i mean i don't know what it looks like i don't know if it's going to come with a catastrophic war a economic collapse um i don't know i don't know what's going to happen but i feel like something is going to cause combination like, <laughs> yeah like a break and all at once there's going to be some sort of like massive change somehow military coup maybe yeah. or some serious revolution or i don't know i just don't know exactly what a change looks like in this country but i just i don't i don't see them changing course until like something major happens oh is this the video right yeah can you see it are we there yeah i see it all right highly suggest everybody read it all right the final part of this piece from uh, Scott Horton's Libertarian Institute, uh, Rothbard's words, where he said, libertarians must stop. Use, what, what's the piece? I'm sorry, could you just tell me it's, the name of the piece? It's uh, liber uh, War Guilt in the Middle East. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know the <laughs> piece. like already knows. He says, in order to find out which side to any war is more guilty, we have to inform ourselves in depth about the history of that conflict. It takes time and thought. We must take the will. We must become relevant by taking sides through pinning a greater degree of guilt on one side or the other. So what I wish what I wish we could see is ultimately is let's start at that moral point. We talk about the morality of war. Let's start by pinning a greater degree of guilt on one side or the other. All right, time's up. Be, become relevant and then we can have a discussion and debate about what happens on a micro scale. Does that make sure. sense? Yeah, I sure. I, I mean, did you read the whole piece, Austin, or just that line? Because the whole point that Murray Rothbard is making in that piece is that Israel is the aggressor in the war, and that in most wars, there is one side who's more wrong than the other. And in this war, this was written in the summer of uh, 1967 in a journal called Left and Right. And the point uh, Murray Rothbard was making is that Israel were clearly the aggressors in the conflict against the Palestinians. So I completely agree with what Rothbard was saying there. I think it's a great piece, by the way. I'd highly suggest everybody <laughs> it's read so, it. It's so, you know, he, he sat there and tried it 
as like we need to because if anybody doesn't know austin peterson has been very outspoken about this whole israel palestine thing and has kind of been uh neocon about it and been like no israel's right they should genocide the palestinians like they should fucking go after all of them because there's no innocence in fucking basically there's innocence in, uh like there's no no innocent in palestine at this point like that's kind of the general i mean this is also the guy that thinks that nuking the you know the the japanese during world war ii was the first bomb was great and the second bomb was even more effective and we should have done it a million more times until they were all gone basically so like you know the, like it, he has the same idea but he tried to use a piece that was trying to pin he was trying to pin the moral like outcry should be Palestine is the or Hamas in this case was absolutely horrendous and that's where that's where we should take the stance and it was like if you read the whole piece he clearly states in it that Israel's the aggressor in this fucking conflict and always has been like Dave said it was written in 1967 the summer of 1967 when a lot of shit was going down in Israel in Israel and Palestine and it's like <laughs> They even the people that try to make points for themselves don't even make good points because they're just bullshitting all the way through it. And I'm not saying I'm a subject matter expert on this. I'm clearly not. I also just said fucking 10 minutes ago that I don't really give a fuck one way or the other. Fucking both. Um, yeah. The Palestinians, I believe there's a lot of innocence in the Gaza Strip and in the West Bank and in Palestine in general. I think there's a lot of innocence. Probably the majority of people there are innocent people. But I'm not going to fucking sit there and cheer on Hamas as they, you know, kill kids and do those certain things. Like they did. There's videos of them doing it. But at the same time, I'm not going to take the Israel side and be like, you know what? Uh, they're completely justified in fucking bombing literal hospitals and, uh, you know, fucking schools and shit like that just because there's tunnels that hamas fighters use underneath those places like i don't think it outweighs it it's the same it's the same argument i think somebody else made the argument but it's the same argument that if the united states these people that are during on the war are also the same people that were pissed during iraq and afghanistan because there was a high civilian death count uh during uh iraq and afghanistan and when it came to um uh drone bombings and that and it's like this is this this is the same shit and now you're cheering it on in in israel palestine like it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense yeah. it's the same people the same people that are doing that are cheering on war crimes and videos of war crimes of fucking uh people dropping grenades on injured russian soldiers in ukraine on the border of ukraine and fucking russia like these people are so ass backwards that they they can't even keep a consistent viewpoint on any of them they can't it's impossible for them to yeah it's pretty crazy like it's kind of hard i think it's kind of hard for a lot of people to understand but when russia invaded ukraine and how they invaded they knew that the media was going to be against them and oh yeah they the way they on. yeah they can the way they conducted that war was compared i would say compared to like how the united states does they had a lot of restraint 
they had a significant amount of restraint with the, for their military, which is probably very hard to do because anytime and mil, our U.S. military has faced this, maybe not at first when we invaded Iraq and Afghanistan, but me and you heard plenty of stories about guys and how the, the rules of engagement were so crazy and they like they felt like they had their hands tied. They basically had to wait until a guy with an AK-47 was straight up shooting at them, even though they knew this guy was about to shoot at them before they could respond. But that was way later. And Ukraine or Russia took kind of the same approach and were they did um, you know, I'm not justifying it in any way. I hope people don't take it right. that way. But like they knew that they were under the microscope and they had to do a lot of things that would not make them look like the bad guys, you know, like they had to do a lot. And I mean, I don't know how true I've seen this a couple of times on a couple articles. I don't know how true it is. Uh, it was a couple of websites I've never even heard of, but they were saying that if you look at the death rate for children, in the war for in Russia and Ukraine, oh, less children have, yeah, less children have died, and that's been going on for over five hundred days than in the month that Israel's been bombing Gaza, and it seems like to me, and there's actually a very interesting podcast. Um, it's called The Unraveling. It's got Jocko Willick, and then a, one of my favorite guys, Martyr Made. Uh, he is Daryl Cooper. He, they talked about on there is how Israel is not doing anything, any sort of PR move to make themselves look better. Like they're not, no. they are just straight up bombing, bombarding Gaza. And they can keep throwing the excuse around that like, you know, Hamas is using human shields. Um, But the videos and like all the content that's coming out of Gaza is horrible. Like hands down, you can try to justify it fine, but it's still horrible what's coming out of there. And it's and Jocko made the point that like the what Israel needs to do, and he's like tr trying to like speak at a strategic sense from Israel's point of view, is like you should not be bombing the shit out of them. You should be invading and then presenting your guys' self as like you know them pulling people out of out of rubble, handing out water, giving food, you know, presenting themselves as like they're not the aggressors, they're the heroes. They're trying to save the Palestinians from Hamas. But that is not at all what Israel is trying to do. They are just straight up bombing the hell out of these people. And it seems like they have no sort of like self-awareness of what this is like, what this looks like on the world stage. And like, it doesn't matter. Like a lot of people, especially conservatives, I see it all the time on Twitter. Like you can argue all you want that Israel's justified. Fine. Make that argument. But to the Muslim world, South America, Russia, China, even European nations, um, there was a UN vote. And it basically, it was a call for like a ceasefire. And like the United States and Israel like voted against it. And then like, like 12 other nations that like don't matter, like Papua New Guinea, um, Fiji, like these countries are not like serious political players in, in like geopolitics. And then it was like all of South America, all every single Muslim country, even our allies, all of China, Russia and countries around there. And then like Europe didn't even vote against it or vote for the ceasefire. They just abstained because they didn't want to like they didn't want to go against the empire, but they didn't want to put their the blood on their hands either. And so right. the perception 
And I would say mostly that America is like pre-split. I don't know what that split looks like. I don't know if it's 40, 60, 50, 50, whatever. But America seems pretty split on what's what, what's going on over there. So like the perspective of the world, what world sees is a massacre. So I don't know. Right. I don't know what Israel, sh- like, you know, it doesn't matter what me or you thinks, but Israel needs to do something to change that. They either have to change their tactics of how they go after Hamas they maybe they need to do more to, you know, make themselves look like the good guys. But the perception from the world is like you people are just massacring Muslims and children for the whole world to basically watch. And I think that's going to bite yeah. Israel and our country in the ass. I don't know how that plays oh, out. Yeah. I hope it doesn't escalate, but I don't think it's going to play out in the end very well for us. Yeah, I found that I found the statistics that you were talking about, and you actually sent it in that uh, five till midnight group. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, so it's so it's uh, the the numbers are from the United Nations Human Rights Office of the High Commission. It's where those numbers are from. So it's okay. like a dot org website. So mm-hmm. I mean, take that with what you can. It's a, a legitimate human rights United Nation human civil rights organization, but the number of civilian casualties in Ukraine during Russia's invasion verified by the OHCHR from February 24th, 2022 to September 10th, 2023, 563 days, um, total killed, uh, total killed 9,614 um, number of children in that number that were killed, 554. Total injured, 17,535. Total, uh, total of them, of that number, of the injured, of them being children, 1,180. Now we have Palestine, verified number of civilian casualties resulting. And these are civilians, not Hamas, not fucking, you know, whatever else. Verified number of civilian casualties resulting from this Israel's war on Gaza from October 7th, 2023 to November 1st, 2023, 25 days. Total killed 8,796, which is just under a thousand less. Yeah, just under it's like 900 less than Ukraine. And these are civilians, not Hamas members. Um, total of those being children, 3,648. So they've more than tripled what, uh, yeah, way more than tripled 554 killed in Ukraine in 563 days, uh, 3,648 children killed in Gaza, uh, from Israel and total injured 24,000 people, civilians, Number of those 24,000 that are children, 9,600 of them are children. So these are statistics from, you know, the United Nations Human Rights Office of the High Commission. Like these aren't, you know, some fucking libertarian guy that is pulling these stats from Twitter. You know, like it's like at least somewhat verified organization that. Uh, is pulling them specifically for the understanding of what could potentially happen future. And that's, mm-hmm. those are insane numbers. They've, they've more than tripled. They fucking what? 
six times, five times the number of children dead in 25 days than what Russia has done in Ukraine. Yeah, it's it's actually insane. It's insane. And where and like, and if you but if you ask anybody who's who's worse in war, Russia or Israel? Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody's yeah. gonna say Russia. Yeah. Well, what's what's crazy? Israel's justified. Is, is you know that like okay, let's just say it was reversed. Like you know, and I think this is would be rightful if Russia was killing a bunch of children just like sporadically and then claiming like, well, there's Azov battalion terrorists in these schools and yeah. they're just bombing this. Sh- Dude, that would be all over the fucking news. You Everywhere. you know that right now, you know, and rightfully so. That should be something that's reported on. Absolutely. I think even even if they're biased, I think that's something that should be majorly reported on. And but, you know, it, you're not it, even dude. it was crazy. There was this video and it was Wolf Blitzer and anyone. He's the CNN guy and it actually used to work for APAC, which is like an American a lobby group committee or whatever yeah. that basically lobbies on the on the side for israel and against like bills and shit or for bills but what blitzer had on like this idf like spokesperson and this is right after they bombed like a refugee camp and said that there was one hamas like terrorist leader there and then they just bombed and even like wolf blitzer yeah. wolf blitzer for a second like this guy is legit like uh zionist guy like he worked for them now he works in the news he is like by all definition would be biased toward israel like he this is his history and even him like i don't think he was trying to like make this guy look bad i think he was just like i can't believe you're just saying this like your excuse is well there was a hamas guy there we told those people to move they didn't move and we bought them anyways like the the like i i, th- I think israel's mindset is like we can just do whatever we want. Like this, like it doesn't matter. It's what the same the mindset of the United States. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the same mindset. Yeah. Like it, you, you put on this and they just like openly admit they're doing something wrong. And I don't know if they just can't like, they aren't, I, I don't know. I think that, that like, I need to butter this up and make this look better. Like, you know, like there was no sort of admission, like, yeah, we maybe we shouldn't have done this or, he could have gone in he could have just gone in on like this guy was so bad like he butchered children like could have made him seem like the worst guy ever that's why we did no it was none of that no explanation like that he just like no we needed to kill this guy we told those people to move so we killed him and like like there's this moments on like the media like that where you see like these guys job is to spin it in their favor that's their whole fucking job is to make it seem like the war is for Israel's good. And I think Wolf there is like stunned. Like, I don't know how to spin this, dude. You're not giving me like any help yeah. here, you know? Like he could have gone in about yeah. like how bad this terrorist was or we don't think the numbers are correct. Like, no, nothing like that. He just straight up said like, yeah, we did it. And it was just like, I don't know, dude. It's just these moments on, on TV where you see these people just have no... Uh, self-awareness in a lot of ways like they're just like they're so bought into like what they need to do with their ideology maybe this guy really just i don't know i think a lot of the israel mindset is like they don't care about palestinians they want them gone they don't care if they're dead flee whatever they they just want these people not to be their problem anymore so this guy was just speaking in like honest truth for a moment like he's like yeah we killed him so what like he was a terrorist there was one terrorist there so we had to kill like 50 people and i was like geez man like I don't know. I, I just it stuns me. 
Like, I feel like I could be a better propagandist for Israel, you know? Like, I just feel like yeah. I could, like, I could go on TV and, like, maybe not talk about the civilian deaths. Like, I, like, like, I would spin it or try to spin it some other way. Like, I feel like me and you could just a thousand times be better, even if it would not be that good, but it would just be better than what yeah. that, the fuck that guy's doing, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, not. Like, not that we would, we would change public opinion, but we'd still be better than what they're doing. Yeah. Like, I, like just lie, at least lie, you know, like the guy didn't even yeah. like try to lie. Like he has no problem telling exactly what they did. And that's, that's just what blows my mind, man. Like the, they're so like, they're not even considering public opinion in a lot of ways. Like, they're just like, no, we have to do this. This is like, we are right. They are wrong. And we will do whatever it takes to eliminate Hamas if it costs thousands of Palestinian lives and children, then fine. That's what we're going to do. And that they're just like so open about it sometimes. And it's just like, oh my God, dude. Like, like the, the Justin just Hamash crazy. thing, dude, like the, like Charlie Kirk, like, you know, founder of Turning Point USA. He was like, yeah, he's like, Hey, I have, I kind of have a problem with this. And it took him a couple days, but understandable, like the whole hospital debate, like he was like, I wanted to verify through my own sources, make sure this actually happened um idf airstrike i think killed justin amash's family that was hiding in this uh church and so a couple days later charlie kirk is just like hey um what's going on with this like justin amash lost his baby cousin like this is a serious thing that yeah. happened and i'm not seeing anyone from israel justify it and then some israel like spokesperson retweeted him and said there was this was a hamas headquarters um civilian cat we we try to do our best to avoid civilian casualties but on like this is just a like basic basically his like i'll paraphrase a little bit this happened and we had to kill hamas and we try to do our best to avoid casualties no apology no like exactly what type the headquarters what no details of like this was a hamas headquarters that was a leader or they had a bunch of weapons here these specific weapons no yeah. nothing just like straight up, like, nope, this is war. This is what happened. And it's, yeah, and it's just, dude, I don't know. I don't know. But it just, it boggles my mind, dude. Cause like, if I'm trying to, uh, you got to win over the PR is a very important, especially nowadays with social well, media. And like, just think about, over. about that. They, they killed a civilian that ended up being the baby cousin of a sitting senator in the United States family member. Like, and it's just whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like nothing. Like nothing. Yeah. Just nothing. And I, you know, to be completely honest, I'm almost happy they're honest because this is what we've been saying about war for it's a true. while. You know, it's, it's like I'd rather it be because I people need to be able to see that brutality, especially people in the United States, because we're so far removed from what understanding of what war is the general population of the United States, because the general feeling in the United States, if we've never lost a war, we've never lost one, never yeah, yeah. lost a war, but our, our people, our civilian population has never, especially the ones now have never experienced war or understood the struggles that previous generations have had to go through with war being in the United States. So we're so far removed. So now in this day in Israel's, war this is what happens yeah people die and and they deserve it 
It doesn't yeah. matter because they're on the other team. And it's like, I, as much as, as horrible as it sounds, it's like, maybe it's the wake up that a lot of fucking people need, especially in the United States or in the West as a whole to be like, Oh, war is really bad. Like war is mm-hmm. really bad. Like it, there's not a lot of good ways to spin it. Like the Wolf Blitzer thing. He's like, you're not giving me anything to like go off of here. Like, and there's, there's is real, there's Israeli like journalists and um like news anchors that are going on other people's shows, like in Britain and things like in Britain and things like that. And they're, they're sitting there and they're like, no, there's no innocence in Palestine. Yeah. Not one of them is innocent. They say it on live television on a morning show. There's no innocence in Palestine. And it's like, and people hearing that is like, I think it's an eye opener. And you know what? Like, as much as I hate it, because just the fact that there's this war going on in general is fucking horrendous. But I fucking respect the honesty. And I kind of appreciate the honesty because hopefully it opens up a whole bunch more people's eyes to being like, fuck war is actually really bad. And it doesn't matter if you're always winning or losing, like it's really bad for both sides. Yeah, dude. And yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, like, I, I guess I didn't think about it like that. Like, I guess, honestly, like my autistic mind was like, you're not doing a good job at all selling this war, you know, <laughs> like we had to go through, like yeah. we had to like I had to know like they trained us for years through public yeah. school to appreciate war and a certain <laughs> yeah, yeah and you're yeah. just totally taking all that away from the American public. Their whole teaching throughout school is gonna be gone in a matter of yeah. 25 days between Israel and Palestine. It's like it's like anti-war people, uh like whatever you are, journalist, podcaster, whatever. Yeah. It's like you you don't even need to do their job anymore. They can just be like, here's yeah. the clip. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like listen to what he says, man. And you're just like, no Jesus. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's ser- seriously like you don't it's just like so this was said this week. here you go you just hold it out and then and and you just and and then you come back and you know normally you're like well this is what this actually means and this is what they mean when they say these things and now i'm just like yeah so he said that yeah uh here's the next clip (laughs) because it used to be like it used it used to be like if you got them to say something like kind of drop the mask a little bit and say like what they actually yeah. mean those clips were rare you know like like everyone's talks about yeah. this one today we still oh, talk there's about the it, Freudian like, slip it, oh, yeah there's when, the Freudian slip when Chuck Schumer is on Rachel Maddow and he's like you don't mess with the intelligence agencies because they'll come at you like six ways from Sunday and Sunday and you're like did you just say that on on tv like did you actually just say so then like you get these little moments and like it never happens you know and but now it's like i mean i don't know maybe i don't know i just feel like at least with israel you know biden biden's in a bit of a predicament here because yeah it's his people that are against this war more than anybody it's it's his voters and like so he's got to like, and you see, like, it's funny but, because so, so it, you'll just real ahead, quick before you expand on that. The one part that's crazy is his voters are against Israel, right? His voters mm-hmm. are against Israel, 
But if you look at the party and the makeup of the Democratic Party and who holds positions of power and who is, you know, they're all Zionist. Mm -hmm. There's a large amount of dual citizenship Jewish Americans that are in the yeah. Democratic Party. So the party as a whole that's voted on, the people that won are Zionists. They are. Yeah. They're legitimate Zionists. But the people that voted for them are <laughs> cheering on Hamas right now. So yeah. they're in a very <laughs> weird spot. Because, and also, then there's the neocon faction in the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. who are cheering on Israel. And there's a large portion of Republican Party members that are just normal-ass civilians that are cheering on Israel. Mm -hmm. So they're in a very they're in a very weird spot. But go ahead. I just wanted to bring that up yeah. real quick before you go. Well, into like it. so the the whole Biden PR about this is being like so it's like he's trying to play both sides where he's like on one hand, I have uh, Israel has the right to defend itself. But also, uh, we think there should be a two-state solution. So it's like, okay, so <laughs> you you think like Israel should keep doing what it's doing, but eventually you should figure out how to uh, deal. Like, like that's what he's trying to say. And it's like he's yeah. he's obviously uh, like to me, obviously Biden like is trying to support Israel as much as they can. All right, that that's what he's yeah, trying to they do. Because they have to. Like that's that's the yeah. goal of the United States. <laughs> and. But he also has to play to his voters. So he's like, I'm going to send, he's like, I'm going to send, you know, a hundred million dollars or whatever. No, it was like billions. I don't remember. The numbers are crazy, but a lot of money to fucking Israel. And then like a little bit of money of humanitarian aid to the Palestinians. And yeah. then Republicans like eat this shit up. It was like, look, he's trying to fund Hamas, you know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so he's in this like horrible position where he's like, I'm, you know, I'm a war party. We want to support war. That's what we do. We're, I'm a corporate hack. I got to support Israel because that's going to make me money and fund my campaign. But like mm -hmm. these annoying ass voters I have are going out in the streets and being like from the river to the sea. And he's like, fuck, dude. So, <laughs> so you see like Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, like she just gave a, like some uh, like speech or whatever, like a video. She put out a video and She's like the rise of Islamophobia and anti-Semitism. So she's trying to like play all both sides here where we have to do everything we do can combat this racism, anti-Semitism in our country and just think people on an individual basis. And it's just so funny to watch like the Democrats have to dance around this right now because yeah. Biden's poll numbers are dropping for Democrats, specifically among Arab Americans. Like that's pretty obvious, I think like hugely among A Arab Americans, but there's yeah. like the young, younger voters are not in for this. I don't know. I, 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 that's just what I've seen lately. And I mean, this could have, this couldn't have come at the worst time for their, cause like we, it, we're a year away from an election. And yeah, I, I, so I saw this, this is from CNN. I just, I wish I would have shared it, but I just saw it like right before we started, but Blinken. So CNN reported that inside like people in the White House, that Blinken was tr under the like behind the scenes was trying to negotiate a, a legit ceasefire. Like I know on camera he's like we support Israel, we're all for Israel, blah yeah. blah blah. But behind the scenes he was trying to negotiate a ceasefire, and the reason was is because this is hurting Democrats in the polling, 
and they need to come up with a solution fast because if this continues, they're, it's only going to drop their polling. So this, right. I, I, like, in a fucked up way, this Israel war has like screwed over the Dems. Like they don't even know what to do. I mean, you're even starting to see like, like, and the squad, you know, they were already like the squad was all on Palestine, obviously. Yeah. All right away, they're all like Palestine. But even AOC, like when she did her first interview, now emotions were high. Like right when these things happen, it's all emotion, dude. Yeah. It's emotion on left and the right. And like the, and in the, but as like, it's reaction, as this, right? Reactionaries. Yes. yes. It's very reactionary right away. And AOC, even like when she was on, I don't know what, some new show. And she was like, she started off being like, I believe that. Israel has the right to defend themselves. And then like, so she had to say the line, you know, like she had to say the line. Yeah. You got to say the, say the line, <laughs> the Simpson, the Simpson, okay. say the yeah. line, say the line. <laughs> I believe Israel has a right to defend itself. Hey! Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> so it. true. And it, and then, then she went into like, but I think they're they need to stop this. We need to come to a ceasefire, blah, blah, blah. And like her support for, because and then you're starting to see like Dick Durbin, longtime Democrat senator from Illinois. I know this guy. And even he and he, he's like a big player. He's been in there for a while. And he's been in the Senate for a long time. Yeah. Even he is like, we need to come to a ceasefire. This is like just a couple days ago. We need to have a ceasefire. So this is like hurting Save Democrats, the dude. Save yeah. <laughs> they are they are coming. Uh, These Dems are getting hurt. It's pretty funny in a sick way to watch him like dance I don't, around this I, in a sick i know we're our people typo i've the uh speaking of being sick uh have you seen that uh commercial that's aired on like every football game um series game every so it's the the jewish hate commercial i have not seen that yet no so so the Foundation to Combat Anti-Semitism aired its first TV commercial during the Patriots Jets NFL game. And uh Hogworth Worldwide tweeted this out. So here's the the commercial. I'm just gonna read it as it goes because it's just a black screen with white lettering the whole time. It doesn't have any okay. um uh sound to it. Well, it has like some retarded music. ass music, you know, in the background. Yeah. yeah. But it's like uh so this is what it says. Um it, has, it says anti-Semitism is hate. It's a black screen, white hate against Jews for being Jewish. Uh, recently, many of, you, many of you have spoken up. We hear you today. We must hear you tomorrow. And then it goes, there are less than 8 million Jewish people in this country. Fewer than are watching this game. They need you to add your voice stand up to jewish hate and then there's another one where it's very similar and it's like um hate against uh jewish people is up or something like that and it says hate against black people are up hate against muslims are up hate against uh lgbtq is up and then it goes uh uh when hate uh up for like jews when anti-semitism is up all hate is up or something like that and it's like okay. uh, jewish hate they're like polling you know they're like trying to have their base where it's like oh if people hate jews they also hate muslims and um, black people and mexicans and they hate all these people and it's like 
man, I don't think that's going to work out for the base that you're trying to pander to. Like a lot of them are like, they're the people that hate the Jews right now. Like they're the, the, the black people that stood with black lives matter are on Palestine's side. Like, I'm just telling you right now, like, it's not the, they're not, they're not garnering the base that they thought they would garner, you know? And they, it, it's just, they're incompatible ideas. They're, they're legitimately incompatible ideas. You can't be on the side of um, Israel and be on the side of BLM. Like you can't, it's like, mm-hmm. it's physically impossible at this point in time to be on both sides because one is clearly the aggressor in most people, people's eyes. One is clearly the downtrodden in a lot of people's eyes. And it's not, I'm sorry, in this case, it's not the Jews. It's just not. It's not, especially the Jews in Israel, where Israel is so much more. Everything that's been said about Israel and what people have been taught about Israel is that it's a thriving, like, paradise in the middle of a shitty sea in the Middle East. Like, that's how mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a wonder that it exists you know it's um tech it's a liberal democracy in the middle of what what's the word they use for the uh middle eastern the in a muslim like king king like a or fiefdoms almost yeah Uh, in in muslim theocracies or muslim fiefdoms and so it's like it's a liberal democracy and it's it's rich it's uh Mm -hmm. powerful and it has the backing of some of the biggest countries military powers in the world and you're gonna try to equate that to and they're white and they're fucking white (laughs) like i think that's the biggest problem is like bro most of the jews that most people know fucking white like they're white as fuck Mm-hmm. You think that you think BLM supporters that fucking got Biden into office are going to be on the side of the Israeli Zionist state? No, yeah. <laughs> because what Israel is doing is the epitome of colonization. Like they're, they're doing exactly what they say all these white people with a lot more money do. Yeah, it's really it's really frustrating because like the left has used like very hyperbolic words over the years, like these these white colonizers. And it's like, okay, but America, like we're not we're not colonizing America anymore. Like everything's set in stone now, you know, like we're just we're here. And they just use this like rhetoric, but then they like, but that's what Israel is. They're like colonizing the West Bank. Like that is straight yeah. up what they're doing. Slowly, like sending settlers in, and they're like kicking uh, Palestinians out and taking their houses and land. Yeah. And it's like they're legitimately it's all fucked colonizing up. the yeah. West Bank. So it's like kind of annoying because I'm like, finally, the left like calls people colonizer that are actually colonizing, but then the right can be like, oh, they just they just hate us because <clears throat> they just hate because they're the colonizers and like they hate us. So I was like, yeah, don't get me wrong, like they hate us too, like they. They fucking, you know, they hate white people. It's just on this one fucking topic. They're actually like, oh, you're actually right here, you know, and it's fucking annoying. And they do they do that. You know what? You know what the funniest part of this has been to me? Like, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen it a lot. And it's like the uh the the Zionists that are that up and we're like, 
they're like they get really big on twitter because they're like we're actually the we're not even like that what is it ash ashkenazi is that what it is for the yeah yeah ashkenazi jews they're like we're the superior human race we're not even actually humans we're like the combination of nephilim and humans or whatever it's like bro you are (laughs) your 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 superior race is a five five (laughs) overweight (laughs) white man with a giant nose and big ears (laughs) <laughs> like I'm, yeah, you're yeah. not no nephilim my guy like you're, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. that shit cracks me up and it's like it's like man maybe i'm playing to the stereotype a little bit into that but like come on man like when i you can see him bro like i yeah. i'm like oh shit jewish yeah <laughs> like, uh, yeah like my, my pretty game my mom and i used to play this game when when uh when i was in like a teenager and you know we we know a lot of gay women right like my mom's a gay woman so you know Mm -hmm. we see a lot of lesbians so we'll be out in public and there's there's this like crossover between like older lesbians where it's like it's either an older lesbian or a straight woman but they're like like straight women once they hit like I don't know, straight white women, at least once they hit like 45, they kind of just look like a lesbian woman. Like they get the same haircut, kind of shape oh, the same yeah. way. I get you. I'm yeah. public and we're like gay or like we we play a game. We'd be like out of the supermarket and I'm like, I'd be like lesbian. And my mom would be like, yeah, that's definitely a lesbian. But it so I bring that story up just because like, you can be out in public and you're like that's a jew like yeah <laughs> that's that's a jewish person you know like yeah, yeah. i just know like even without even if they're not hasidic or whatever you know they're not like super practicing it's like jew like yeah. <laughs> the stereotype hits like it just yeah. does like i'm sorry <laughs> you know like you can <laughs> You can give me what you want. You can give it right back to me and be like, uh, you know, fucking German. And I'm like, nah, you got me, you know, like (laughs) probably German, you know, (laughs) but like you can just tell my guy. And so I just I think it's so funny here in the the we're the combination of we're not even actually human. We're the combination of Nephilim and fucking I don't know, humans or something like that. And I I just think that's just funny because I was like, well, then Nephilim were special fucking mm-hmm. beings. Like they had to be very special beings. Do you, do you know who uh Gad Sad is? Do you know who that guy is? Uh-uh. It sounds familiar. He's been on Joe Rogan. I don't really know how to describe him. I don't know exactly what his profession is, but he is like an author. And he he is like, you know, he goes on. He is a Jew from Lebanon. Oh, yeah, yeah, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, had to flee because of, I think there was some sort of tension going on. I don't know. I forgot his whole story. I, I Forgive me for this. But but I do know that he's like, he's gone on Joe Rogan and he's kind of been a sort of a troll on Twitter for a while where he talks about, you know, this woke mind virus and how they play themselves as the victims. And he calls it out. I mean, he wrote a whole book about this type of stuff. And he calls it the parasitic mind. 
And I actually read the book. It's, it's actually pretty good. He's pretty good at calling out this like woke stuff. Um, but I just, it's very frustrating to watch like these, I mean, I don't know. He's probably some like a disaffected liberal. I wouldn't really call him a right-wing guy, you know? Yeah. And it's like a lot of these like disaffected liberals that are happen to be Jewish and they're like, you know, I didn't leave the left, the left left me like the Dave Rubin, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, and like, this is what like these conservative, or I would say like now the right has accepted them. These types of like liberals, like they're kind of like centrist now and they made a killing on writing these articles, posting these videos, posting tweets on like calling out this woke stuff, you know? And this is why yeah. the woke stuff is the is the most annoying thing because you get these people that rise to like prominence just for calling out the woke stuff. And it's like the woke stuff is like, if you're good on the woke stuff, that just means you're normal. That doesn't mean- Yeah, that's else. just being, yeah, normal. Yeah, you're just normal, dude. Oh, you're against like fucking trannies like dancing in front of kids in a weird way. Like, yeah, everyone should be against it. That's fucking normal. And these lefties, you know, they get accepted by the right. And it's just really frustrating because like Dave Rubin, uh, Godsad, uh, what is it, Barry Wise, they have just been nonstop since this happened about like the victim they're just like playing the victim card dude they're just yeah all this about like we're the victims here and like don't get me wrong dude like okay you were the victims for a fucking day okay you were a victim for the <laughs> fucking day there is no more hamas terrorists inside israel you have the entire gaza strip completely fucking surrounded you are raining iron on these people daily yeah you are no longer the fucking victim. To pretend that Hamas has the ability to take over Israel, kill every Jew in Israel, and overthrow your government is completely fucking retarded. This is yeah. the dumbest thing I have ever yes. seen, dude. It is so crazy to watch these people just have no, like, they're just like, look, look at all this Jew Jewish hate. And it's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that, man. It's because you're just whitewashing what Israel do. Israel is a Jewish state. They claim to be the only state by Jews for Jews. And they are bombing the shit out of brown people. So you're <laughs> going, like, it's just, it's just like, dude, you're going to get, it's just like in America, dude. Remember when we, like, you know, like, there was just, like, the, what was the, what was the big push like for uh, run to the Iraq war, the Bush years? It was like these Christians talking about how we have to go to war, yeah. we got to avenge. And then the, yeah. the, the, the counterculture was just anti-religious atheism, like all that making fun of yes. the Bible. And that's yeah. all it was, dude. And that's, that's what like, I remember watching family guy, South park, all these, like yep. the Simpsons, all of it, all of it was making fun of religious people because they were just going completely insane. All these evangelical priests, TV, TV, TV angelists were just preaching this crap. And it was so it's very obvious why there was a counterculture to that. And so, like, I think the same thing is happening with, like, the Jewish people right now. It's because you guys yeah. are just, you don't even, I don't know. It's like, I just, these people have no self-reflection of why the world is no, becoming. Zero. 
anti-Semitic. How many, how many, how many Israelis have died since October 7th? Yeah. Like how many have been killed in this war since 10, I think I've seen like, I mean, there, it could be higher. I haven't literally looked into it, but I have seen like IDF. How many civilians have died? Probably none. Yeah. Yeah. How many civilians? Have, exactly. That's the point. And what did I what did I read out earlier? How many civilians have been killed in fucking Gaza since October 7th? Fucking 9000. Come on, man. Like you don't see it. Yeah. You don't I fucking just, see it. You I don't, don't see why there's some anti-Semitism going on right now. Like my guy, yeah. you you have no perception of reality like i'm sorry you yeah, don't it's, if it's you you can't bad. you can't play the victim you can't play the victim when what happened it's like it's like the united states playing the victim after 10 years of iraq and afghanistan it's like all right we killed you know they killed 3000 people in the terrorist attacks on 911 killed 3000 people like you know that's a lot of fucking people especially people that didn't have anything to do with anything that was going on in the middle east i mean and there probably was some obviously because it's, it's pentagon a tower it. of commerce maybe you can kind yeah. of kind of justify that i guess yeah <laughs> but like for the most part innocent people that had nothing to do with the conflict going on in the middle east at the time but 10 years from then how many the, the estimated number of civilians killed in Iraq and Afghanistan was well over the hundred thousands. And after 20 years, it was well over a million. So like you can't play well, well, they did 9-11. Like people aren't gonna take you seriously, my guy. Like they're just not. They're not gonna take you seriously. They're gonna hate you. And it's yeah. not for your freedoms. It's because you killed over a million people in this country since the 3,000 people that they killed in yours. And we're not even talking about actual military, like, going after each other. We're talking about innocent civilians that, for a large part in Iraq and Afghanistan, were farmers out in the middle of deserts. That didn't have any, that thought they were fighting the Russians. <laughs> like from the 80s, they thought the Russians came back, you know, like they figured out real quick that it was the Americans. But originally, mm -hmm. it's because we have our flag on fucking everything. But originally, <laughs> thought they were fighting the Russians, thought the yeah. Russians had come back. And were very confused when they realized that the people that gave them the arms to fight the Russians in the eighties were now coming to take over them <laughs> because, yeah. because some guy I don't know and had never heard of bombed some buildings that they've never even seen or knew existed. So like, <laughs> I can't play the victim card anymore. Same thing with Israel. Like it's been 25 days or now it's been longer, but it's not a, the large population of the earth is going to look at this that's able to see it they're going to look at this and be like mm, i don't know if it's just anymore because shit definitely outweighs other shit at this 
Yeah. Killed on October 7th. How many killed so far in the last 25 days in Gaza? Fucking 3,000? Like, come on, my guy. No shit, they hate you. And guess what? You just created an entire state that originally was like, I just want to walk peacefully in my country that I live in and go to the fucking beach. Now you have 3,000 families that are like from river to sea and it needs to run red with fucking blood. Like that's what yeah. you created. You're not the victim yeah. anymore. They are. Yeah. They, and, and like, I've seen this, like, dude, this was, you know, this is the worst atrocity for Drew's since the Holocaust. And they just keep invoking the Holocaust, which was like 80 fucking years ago. And they're, they're playing like the next, a, a holo- if we don't do anything about Hamas, like a legit like ragtag gang with like small arms fire and rockets made out of pipes. Like they're gonna like they're gonna commit a fucking genocide. Like that's what you're trying to tell me, dude. That like like you have an Al- iron dome. Uh, yeah, you have an Al- iron Al-Qaeda, dome. Al Qaeda is gonna it's like saying like if America was saying like Al Qaeda is gonna come to America and genocide every Christian American yeah. in this country. Like that is just not yeah. possible. Dude, just not going to happen. Now, I'm not saying they can't yeah. kill some of us. That's very true. They can kill some of us. Yes. I'm not saying that's not possible. But to invoke a genocide, dude. And then while saying that, you're raining oh, doing iron. It, genociding them? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. It's while, what it is. They're like, while they're, genos- they're invoking a genocide from 80 years ago while genociding an entire yes. population. Yes, dude. They have their journalists and their news anchors on live television in other countries saying not one innocent in Palestine. And you want to talk about, oh my God, dude, just the cognitive dissonance of that is fucking insane. It's like whatever they accuse their enemies of, that's what they're doing. You know, like that is what Haven't we said that before? pretty sure we've said that before yeah yeah i've said it about we've said it about the democrats when they were like oh uh you know trump has these like collusion with russia while the whole time biden was like colluding with ukraine and it was just like well where do you think they learned it (laughs) yeah (laughs) half of them are dual citizenships with fucking (laughs) israel dude like there's a there's a there's a guy there's a video out there i implore some of you to go find it i don't know where i saw i saw it on twitter so go find it on twitter but there's a guy that stood up in and he was talking about uh covid but uh he was talking about the cdc and who's in charge of the cdc (laughs) and and like positions of power in the cdc and he's that is like town meeting or something and he's like so and so cdc director da 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 jew and so cdc this that or the other da 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 Jew, da da da, and they're like, stop, blah, 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 like yelling at him. And he's like, This is relevant to COVID. This is relevant to COVID. this is oh, relevant no. to what we're talking about right now. CDC direct California, blah, Jew. Like, <laughs> it, and it's one of the videos I've ever seen. And he's it, yelling it at his fucking public assembly. Like, oh, God, dude. God. Dude, it's, it's so like, bro, like you. And it's like, it's like, bro, I'm not, I'm not, I've known plenty of Jewish people growing up. I've been to a, a couple bat mitzvahs. I've been to bar mitzvah. I've been, 
guy that taught me how to tie a tie was our Jewish neighbor across the street was sweet family. Awesome people. I loved the shit out of them. It's not the, uh, there you said, it's not the, um, what was it? What was it? It's not the convenience oh, store Jew. No, that's not oh, it. It's what, not the, oh, uh, Owen Benjamin said. So there's like the Zionist yeah, Owen Benjamin. Jew, the sodomy Jews. Yeah. And then there's the deli Jews and deli Jews are like your regular the deli Jews. Jews that are being yeah, manipulated it's not the deli by the Jews. Jews. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not the deli Jews. It's not the, it's, it's not the Jew in my honest opinion. It's not the Jewish people as a whole that are mm -hmm. a problem with these things. Like I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying, yeah, all the Jews should fucking go die. That's mm -hmm. an insane thing to say. That'd be like saying all it, it's the same thing as the BLM being like all white people should go die or lick the bottom yeah, of boots. Yeah. Like it's the same bullshit. You know what I mean? But the, like, uh, <laughs> the ones in charge, it's just like a, they're no different than the people that aren't Jews that are in charge. All of them should go burn in hell for the rest of their lives. All the people in charge of everything else that get to these decisions and try to sway their people and, uh, you know, appeal to fucking these emotional, emotionally charged fucking arguments to get their way. Like those people deserve to go burn in hell. And yeah, especially with the COVID shit, like the CD, largely dual citizenship, uh, thing. problem there, the fucking <laughs> the sodomy Jews or the the Warhawk Jews. It's not the Delhi Jews. It's not the guy that's living. The fucking Jews in New York during COVID were fucking badass. They were fighting the mm -hmm. cops. They were dope as fuck. Yeah, those are the they Orthodox cool. Jews. And a lot of Orthodox Jews, Orthodox actually, Jews are, are actually against yeah, Zionism. Zionism. Yeah, absolutely. Because they know that's not, because it's not right. Just like yeah. fucking like the equivalent of evangelical Christians. It's like garbage. Like not everybody has to be your fucking religion, bro. Sorry. Yeah, not everyone, not everyone's behind you. You're just, you're using religion to justify an evil cause. And like a lot yeah. of people have a problem with that that's that's true yeah that's even true among muslims dude there's a lot of muslims that hate absolutely these terrorists absolutely groups, dude they get fucking pissed that they're using they're using their religion as a way to justify their, their these evil actions and a lot of muslims don't like that either yeah and there's the same thing and there's probably arguments there's probably arguments to be made that some religions like according to their teachings allow this extremist viewpoint in mm -hmm. instances but you can make that argument in almost every fucking religion to be quite yeah. there yeah, was justification for it during the crusades there was just for it during the crusades there's justification for it in the torah there's justifications for it in uh you know muslim teachings all of it and maybe some have higher percentages of their population that believe in it than others but guess what? Like, who are we to fucking say that that's like, that's how we can judge the entire population off of it's make any sense, especially, especially the libertarian that the people like us, normal ass people that go about their fucking normal ass day. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It just. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it's actually pretty crazy because 
you know, like I would say like four years ago, you know, even calling out like the, the Jewish representation amongst our political class, like we always kind of looked at that, like, I don't know, man. I mean, I see something there, but I don't really, you know, I don't really correlate it, you know, and I do think, think some people do maybe take it a little too far. I'm not all on board with that type of thinking, but like, let's just put it in like this perspective. Like there is a weird it, representation yes, structure. There there. Is. It's weird. If, and it's, if there and it's was, because I think I'll just say this. I think part of it's because a lot of uh, in the Jewish culture, there's a lot of um, priority being made on being very successful, intelligent and uh, well-rounded people. So they get elevated to positions that call for those things. So I'll go out and say that that's part of it. It's like Asian Americans doing extremely well in the United States while, um, you know, other foreign uh, people don't or other yeah. people of different demographics don't it, it, there's a different priority structure inside their own social class system that rewards that and that's what's required of them so i will go out and say that that's a large portion of that representation yeah and, and then they, there's and something they, else i believe yeah and, and they lift each other up like they really care about yes, themselves and... it's a very close-knit community regardless mm -hmm. of where you go yeah and like let's just like look at it a different way too like if you saw chinese americans and like a bunch of them were in high positions of power in government or there was this whole lobbying group and that was a chinese lobbying group and anytime a politician said anything bad about china they got steamrolled in their election like all this funding came out of nowhere it was like against their yeah. opponent and you're like oh that's weird you know if there was a there was a, a congressman that wore that served in the Chinese military. And then the day that China got attacked for whatever reason, he's walking around go publicly with a Chinese military uniform on. You would look around like, what? Yeah. Like, what is going on? What here? the fuck? Like, so I don't think it's that crazy. I mean, and then we can even like, you can even kind of get into like the whole Epstein thing. You know, there's a, these weird connections yeah. that Epstein, like, I think it's obvious that there's probably some sort of weird connection with Mossad and that. But like without yeah. even getting into that, you know, these it's it's like all these different things. It's like, OK, well, if people can't even like admit that there is this unbiased, unwavering support for Israel amongst the American political class, then it's like, what are we even talking about, dude? That is just yeah, the truth. it's not even worth. Yeah. Yeah. You can say it's, it's not even know, worth the you, conversation if they're like, no, there's none. There's zero. Yeah. Yeah. That makes no like, sense. That's all right. That's I have no. I, you know, like, yeah, okay. go fuck okay. yourself. And so, dude, that's why yeah. that's why people that are like, you know, completely bought into like this Jewish like takeover and they control a lot of things in American politics. And it's like well, those guys not are, a lot of question it. Yeah. Well, those guys are going to make a lot more sense if you're just going to deny that there's not like any sort of Jewish yeah. weird Jewish representation. So those guys are going to make way more sense than if you're just going to call everyone anti-Semitic just for pointing the weird correlation out, you know, like so yeah. I, I get why people you know, it, but but it is crazy that like with Elon buying Twitter, dude, none of this what we see on Twitter now would not be possible. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Years ago, dude, it's pretty crazy no. to watch like straight up. Well, I mean, it's not even like I don't. I mean, there's a lot of like, like a lot. Okay, just for example, a lot of things that Pete Quinones tweets would not have been allowed two, three years ago. No, no he would have been banned. 
for life. Oh yeah. They would have IP banned him. Like it would have been, mm-hmm. there would have been, he wouldn't have even been able to get like a VPN to like get around IP bands. Like they would yeah. have known his name, plastered it everywhere. And he would be like <laughs> number one, most wanted on Twitter. Yeah, dude. It's, it's just so amazing. Like it's like either so they can be like wow x is allowing all this anti-semitism it's like okay so you're it's either that you were just canceling a bunch of people that believe this already so this was already a common belief out there and you just canceled all of them or maybe you guys some, have done something something yeah maybe your certain group has done something to cause people to not like your group i'm not justifying that i'm just saying zero, zero self-reflection there just might be something that you're doing that's pissing people off you know yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like oh these people just never had voices before because if they just never had voices before that's pretty crazy too. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yeah, like, that is it sides is. of that. Both sides of that coin is a a fucking a very drastic like contrast of opinions. You know, like if they there was just always this amount of people that were just like, man, the juice. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like if there was you know, just yeah. always that amount of people that were like that, it would have been like, wow, I never heard that in my life. Like, I never heard that much. <laughs> people don't talk about the Jews where I'm at. Like, they don't fucking give a shit. That's, but if there's that many of them, like, or, <laughs> or it's the other side where it's like, maybe a lot of people don't like uh point to it and say that they don't like like maybe that's i don't know like i don't know what do you think about it mr fucking net whatever yeah. the fuck his name is like what do you think why do why do people hate you so much all of a sudden or yeah, were they yeah. always censored and if they were always censored why did they hate you so much before yeah Just because I think they the, hate jews like yeah it, it's either like uh what was i gonna say anti-semitism was just censored before so we didn't really really see a lot of it and it was just so censored or what you're calling anti-semitism is not really anti-semitism you know like yeah like (laughs) don't be wrong i do agree that there is legit anti-semitism happening on twitter i think that is legitimately true but when you like it's just like the the racist thing dude when you just everything that's against israel against netanyahu's policies against what's the what the idf are doing if you're calling out ben shapiro or all these other jewish people supporting when Israel, questioning it becomes yeah. the very thing that and ism not anymore. If yeah, just questioning not, it yeah makes you an ism then it's not an ism anymore like that's just yeah, what it is like yeah that's very I'm true. sorry that's a good way to put it yeah yeah that's it's not if it's just not racism just pointing out something. just having a question yeah or just it, like legitimately if you if you break it down to if just asking the question makes it an ism racism anti-semitism whatever just asking it makes it that then it's not Uh, if asking the question on like man 
like even for terrorism, any kind of those isms, like, you know, just asking the question makes it that you're a terrorist because you are questioning the CDC guidelines over COVID. You're, you're, you're akin to terrorism. I don't believe you. Like, I'm sorry. That's not what that means. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm questioning why there's a large, there's a unequal distribution of representation for Jewish people in American politics, why that is, even if the even if the answer to that question is very benign, and it's because they have very strong knit communities and they value um, their belief structure system to success in workplace and success in politics and like that, benign answer. It's that question. I just ask that question and you're like, well, to ask that question. That's not that's that's fucking dumb. Like it's not anti-Semitic because there I feel like there's a generally there's answers to questions. Generally, there all of them have to be crazy conspiracy theory so if i just ask the question because i don't understand i'm naive which i think a lot of you know a lot of the is just straight up racism a lot of racism is naivety towards other cultures and it is to be it's not a lot of casual racism is just yeah, like a lot of, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I totally it's agree. Being That's naive, to me, like they're not around it. That's happened to me, dude. When I was in the city in Phoenix, like I would, yeah. not like you or Nick necessarily, but like sometimes I'd ask, like, oh, what? Like I'd say something, and be like, oh shit, dude, that's racist. Like I don't know how this shit works, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it, and it's just. But then, if you could lose your whole career just for saying that one time, and you know, question like. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make mm -hmm. sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it's going on with the Israel Palestine thing. Maybe that's another reason why I stay out of a lot of it is because I know, I know they're a lot better at organizing. <laughs> the Jews are a lot better <laughs> organizing against people <laughs> than the BLM supporters during fucking COVID. Like <laughs> they, you know, they know their numbers they, mm -hmm. they have a, a structure yeah 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 totally agree <laughs> totally agree so you gotta be careful but dude. you know can't, it's just can't yeah. get debanked you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you can't get and they're very good at debanking people look at kanye boy <laughs> <laughs> exactly dude i i need a bank so <laughs> um yeah i need to i need to keep the bank um all right well i think that's a good place to end it uh Go check out the new show, Five Till Midnight, every fucking Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific. About to be 8 p.m. Eastern, I guess, right? Now, it's yeah. tomorrow, it moves to fucking three hours ahead. Two uh, hours ahead? Oh, so well, it's going to be 7 p.m. Pacific or 7 no, only It'll be the same time. It's just you will be a different time, my man. <laughs> Wait, I don't change. Oh, I know you guys change, so mine has to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What time is it for me now? It will be 6 p.m. 
Oh, that's super gay. Yeah, yeah. That's super it's, gay. It's I'm going to be on the show a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty gay. But, yeah. um, Yeah, go check that out. We're also going to be on Kyle Matovic's show, I'm pretty sure. So uh, keep an eye out for that because that'll be dope. Um, that's all my announcements and updates. Typo, you got anything? Any last words? Uh, yeah, I'll probably continue doing like the, it's just like quick little 30 minute solo episodes I do. And, um, they're pretty easy for me since I have a decent commute to and from work. Uh, I've gotten a couple responses that people seem to like them and I enjoy yeah. ranting to the world. So I'm just gonna keep doing that. Um, but I'm not really going to record one at a specific time. I'll just drop them periodically between our uh, weekly episode. So nope. that's all I got. I like it. Sweet. That's the fucking shit show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We out.